0: The show. Listen with your ears, understand with your hearts. Now i going to stay bitches. So come with me on this journey. Just you and me living the dream. So close your eyes and set so free. Remember, all you need is L-O-B-E. So say it with me. It's just me. And Irene, so soon you'll see. It's just me, myself, and Irene. Just me, myself, and Irene, sweet and salty. Yeah! Let it run, yeah, yeah. Let it run. Let it run, have some fun. Let it run, have some fun. Let it run, have some fun. fun. Let's learn to love ourselves and love each other and have fun while we're at it. start the show. Woo! Well, hello, and welcome back to season three of Me, Myself, and Irene. I'm your host. I, to the motherfucking Rean Pappas, what's really good for that Yeah. Woo! Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah. T-G-I-F, son. Mm, mm, mm. And whether you working or twerking, feel that Friday flow, you know, uh. Let it run, have some fun, let it run, get it done, let it run, have some fun, let it run, get it done, yeah, Hmm. get that blood flowing and that heart. Yeah, season three is about to get weird, y'all. Uh, 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 yeah. Woo! Welcome back, everybody. How you doing? Wishing you positive vibes and love and light as always. How are you? I've missed you. you. I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you. Also, I've been thinking about food. I've been thinking about food. I am sorry, that's just the truth. I mean, that's probably the most accurate. I'm always thinking about food, almost always. So, what's going on? How is your 2021 going? Have you been thinking about food? Or have you stuck to that diet? That new diet? That new workout regimen, right? New year? New you? Yeah? No. New year, period. Same everything else. (laughs) Just the date has changed. Am I right? So... What else is going on? I I have something I want to talk about, and uh, you know I'm a little embarrassed to talk about it. But you know, listen, we gotta talk about the real things, and we gotta about talk about you know stuff that's kind of awkward sometimes. So I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. You know, um, I I really hate wearing the masks. And and listen, actually, well, first of all, if my mom is listening or watching, she'll be very upset that I use the word hate because growing up we were not allowed to use that word in the house. That is not a word that she tolerated by any means. I mean, even if I was justified in what I was complaining about, she still would not want us to use that word. I mean, I would I would be like, Mom. You know, I hate it when my brothers eat all of the Pop-Tarts and not only do they eat all of the Pop-Tarts, but they leave the box of empty Pop-Tarts in the cabinet. That way it looks like there are some left, but there really isn't like I hate that. And yo, I really did used to hate that because that shit was like the epitome of a letdown. You know, not. But then I, but you know, now looking back, I'm really thankful for that because they they really prepared me for life. They really did because life is, that's just life, right? Thinking you have a box of Pop-Tarts and then, and just knowing that you have it there, just getting you through your day. And then you get home and you go to eat that delicious pastry treat and the fucking box is empty. I mean, if that isn't life, life is a letdown. They they made that very clear to me at a young age. So I'm thankful for those lessons. <laughs> so yeah, my mom would be like, do we, Irene? That isn't nice what they did, but we don't use the word hate in this house. Hate has a negative connotation, and we do not use the word hate in this house. And if I catch you using the word hate, I'm going to be really upset with you put a beating on your ass. Because when I use the word hate, it shoots out negative blazers and mean missiles. We don't use the word hate. looking at my brother's like oh shit sorry I said anything mom turns real southern uh, when she's angry huh but accent and all she's right we don't use the word hate okay um, so i'm going to go ahead and say i highly dislike wearing the masks i highly dislike wearing the masks and listen it's not because of political reasons Okay. And it's definitely not because uh, I don't think the virus is real. Okay. And it's most definitely not because of somebody's Facebook rant. Okay. It's not because I was sitting there scrolling on Facebook, minding my business, when I come across fucking Susie from high school's uh, Facebook rant about how breathing in our own carbon monoxide is. causing lung issues or the fact that we're not breathing out oxygen is killing our plants and trees. I mean, it has nothing to do with any of these ridiculously crazy thoughts that are out there. And I'm not swayed by it. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with me being a vain person. Me being a very, very superficial person. OK, it's causing the worst maskney I've ever seen. Uh. <gasps> All righty, then. <sighs> Seriously. And look, you're not going to find the evidence of it right now because, again, I'm vain. I have covered it with makeup. Thanks to the good folks over there at Mac, they have provided me with full coverage and I'm able to walk amongst the other humans and not look like a goblin. OK, so, I, and you know, look, I wish I wasn't so vain. I wish I wasn't such a perfectionist. I wish I could be one of those people that just let their pimples rock out, you know, and just let the, you know, army of pimples just, you know, stand there and and just, you know, represent them and just be like, yo, this is me. I got pimples. What's up? That's your problem, not mine. You want to look at them? You got to look at them, not me. You know, I I don't know. I'm just like. I, I'm too vain for that, you know? And really, the worst max knee I've ever seen. I mean, I've gotten pimples in my day. I had to use Proactive at one point. By no means did I ever have this perfect skin or anything. But, like, I thought, you know, possibly by the age of, uh, you know my mature 35 year old age that I wouldn't have to deal with 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 acne anymore with like pimples like is anybody else dealing with this with this mask i mean especially a job like mine you know as a bartender you're talking a lot you're working you're sweating you're moving all over the place like you know it it's just it's really bad and i i'm i'm over it I'm just over it. I want my skin to breathe. I don't want to have to cover my skin. Like, and, and I know it probably sounds so trivial and so, like, oh my God, Irene, like, get over it. You're freaking worried about your pimples? Like, yes, I am. <laughs> At least I can admit it, you know? And listen, it wasn't so bad, but then it got worse and worse with the acne. And the worse, the a- more worse, the more worse, I still don't know how to talk. The, the worse it got, um, the more I realized um, that this was going to be a really big issue. And I was like, well, I have to keep wearing it. And uh, so I said, you know what? All right. Let me stop wearing makeup and, you know, humble myself here and get off my makeup high horse. So I did. I let myself walk around and, um, you know, I really wasn't really happy with the results, to be honest. Um, because, you know, I was walking around the house and I walked into the kitchen to get something to eat and my boyfriend was sitting there at the table and he was like, Oh, cool pizza mask, babe. Is it new? Why are you wearing that in the house, though? And I was like, just standing there, staring at him. Not really, really sure whether I was going to lunge at him or out the window, you know? Because I wasn't wearing a cool mask, babe. I wasn't wearing a mask. It was just me and the red planet terrain that had become half of my face. Ugh, oh, was horrible. It was so horrible. You know what? From here down, I look like Charlie uh, Craterface from Saved by the Bell. Remember him? He was, He had the. He had pock face and pimples all over his face. And and uh in that one episode, they made, like, a magic pimple cream, which I would kill for right now. Shit. And they put it all over his face, and he became, like, this baby face. He had clear skin, and everyone was like, no, the way. That's not him. No, uh, that's not him. Everybody, you know, being haters, of course. And then he was like, <laughs> that is stupid hyena lab. They're like, oh, my God, it really is him, you know? And and that was kind of how uh, my boyfriend recognized me for a while it was my laugh and my voice, because you know I was walking around like a just a prepubescent pimple prom princess for a while there. So, but I would I would kill for that cream right now, even though it did turn everybody else's everybody's faces maroon in that show. You know, Kelly Kapowski still won homecoming queen. Okay, didn't stop her from getting her crown. So, I'm just saying I'd rather have that. Thats be an improvement at this point. Actually, timeout, have you seen the new uh remake or reboot of Save by the Bell, where Zach is like the mayor and um Slater and Jesse are like teachers and shit, um, but they're not together. Um, spoiler alert. <sighs> But Kelly and Zach still are, so yeah. Honestly, um, I know nothing or no one is perfect, but I think they should have left that show in its locker along with Zach's giant cell phone and uh, Kelly Kapowski's pom-poms because I uh, I really wasn't a fan. I really wasn't a fan. But anyway, all right, time in. Is that what he said? Did he say time in? I don't remember. Game on game off game on so yeah back to the mask if you uh, could remember back three days ago when we were talking about that uh, I'm not a fan of the mask so I you know look I tried no makeup okay and then I tried uh, all different kind of masks like I thought maybe it was just the one I was wearing the material of it maybe I was my my skin was just a little bit uh, sensitive to it or allergic to it or whatever who knows Um... Sorry, had a things in my hand in a little bit. It was bothering me back there. So you know, I would try different masks. I'm like, maybe it's the material, you know. So, but no, they all none of them are exempt from it. You know, I have tried the medical, the wannabe medical masks that are like the cheap ones, but not really. You know, which I guess would be good if you get a bloody nose. So you'd already have that there for that. But it did no good for my my skin problem. I've tried the, you know, n 35 9, 9, 9 ones. And, and they just have me quacking all over the damn place. I mean, seriously. They they make you look like a friggin' duck. You're like a walking around like a... Just quacking. Quack. 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 COVID. Pimples. Quack. 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 <whack> oh, boy. What are we gonna do? Listen. You know... Look, it doesn't matter to me about what for, Dr. Forget-About-the-Virus says, whether he says to wear the mask, wear the face covering, don't wear the face covering. It really has nothing to do with that. I'm not worried about my health. I mean, I am, and of course I'm worried about other people's health. I'm not trying to come off like a complete piece of shit here. But what I'm trying to say is is that I'm just vain, and I don't want pimples on my face, and the mask is causing it. I mean, it's like seriously from here down, you know? it's It's really annoying. So I wanted to put it out there. Is there anyone out there that has any remedies or creams or, you know, sprays or something? Because this, you know, at this point I'm spackling and painting and it's becoming a whole rigmarole in the morning. And it's just, you know, it's like death becomes her over here in the mornings. You know, I'm spray painting and taping and, geez, formaldehyde won't even help me out at this point. I'm like, yeah. So uh, is there anybody out there that's uh, maybe uh, in, interested in, like, a face-off, uh, face-swap kind of thing? I mean, you know, I'm looking for people with, like, impeccable skin, you know, somebody that's not as sensitive skin. It's good. It tans good. You know, no wrinkles and all that. Um, so, you know, let me know. See what we can work out there, all right? That sounds good, you know. I'm desperate at this point. What can I say? (laughs) I mean, there are positives to the mask, you know. Of course, the obvious positives of health and safety and protection and all of that. Um, But I I, I like to think that there are some um, other positives and perks that come from the mask that I try to focus on. Um when I just see the um, mountain of zits that, that occur on my face, uh, you know what I start doing? I start cursing people off under my mask. And it's great because I get to relieve tension and they have no idea. And it's great because it, I, I get to have, like, some, re, like I said, some tension relief and the person's feelings aren't hurt. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody, you know? Like, especially at the supermarket nowadays when everything is just awkward and we're still, like, you know, adjusting to everything. And someone's in the aisle staring at which Ritz crackers they should buy. And you're just like, oh, my God, fuck you. And they're like, turn around, excuse me. And you're like, is this the aisle for soup? I'm sick. Uh." And then watch them scurry away. You know, nothing can clear an aisle more than a nice cough or sneeze in a store or public place right now. I mean, it used to have to be releasing a flatulent, but now you can just cough and sneeze. (laughs) That's so gross. I grew up with brothers. What do you want? Get over it. So, yeah, I mean, another good thing about wearing the mask is because not only... Can you clear a room by, you know, um, uh, coughing or sneezing? Um, But mindless chit-chat and and chatter has kind of uh, subsided a bit because we can barely understand each other anymore. We barely wanted to talk to each other before, and now we can barely understand each other. So, you know, there's too much traveling that the sound has to do. It has to penetrate the through the mask and then the air and then the COVID and then into the person's ear and the earwax or however it works I don't really know but you know just less. Gen- year we can like oh well, I actually can't really understand you so I'm just gonna go fuck myself and get the fuck out of here so I don't have to talk to you anymore or is that just me huh. uh, but there is one number one I'd have to say that not one there is one there is one number one I hope so, because then it's not number one if it's not. The number one positive thing, I say, for having to wear the mask, um, and this one, this one is good for if you're at work, um, if you're one of those dumb dums wearing the mask while you drive, uh, or even when you're sitting at home on the couch. Um, I'm sure there's somebody out there doing it. So uh, I- I- I'm going to go ahead and let you in on this little secret. You can use your mask as a snack holder. Yes. Yes, you can. As long as the mask is secure underneath all your COVID chins, you know, unless you took the time to better yourself and get in great shape, great for you. But everybody else like me that's sat on the couch like a piece of shit, as long as the the mask is secured to all your COVID chins, you good to go, man yeah so and listen it can work for chips pretzels personally the other day I dumped an entire package of gummy bears down there just you know peeled it open dumped it all in there you know and at first I was so excited and I was just I was just like beside myself that it was like a game of hungry hungry hippo against myself I was just like'm hum, 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 hum. How many of them could I eat, you know? And I'm just, like, my cheeks were full. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God I have this mask on. We won't see the horrible mess I've turned into underneath here. <sighs> oh, man, you know? But then after a while, you know, you could just keep a few in there. And uh, every now and then, you know, use your tongue and pull one in and have yourself a delightful little fruit snack. And life isn't so bad after all, you know? Then you're like, could get through the next five minutes. After that, I don't really know, but at least for now, we're good. Oh man, yeah. It works for gummy worms too, I'm sure. I haven't tried that yet, but those probably last a little bit longer. They're a little bit bigger. But, I don't know. That was the highest and lowest point, I guess, for COVID for me, was realizing that I could use my mask as a snack holder. Oh man. Just not a fan, not a fan of the mask. Like at the end of, at the end of COVID, like if that's a thing, um, if that is ever a thing, hopefully it is, um, and they send out one of those surveys, like say they send out a survey to everybody's phone, like they did the U2 uh, album that time, remember it just appeared on our phone? One day you're just going to get a survey on your phone, it's like, did you find the mask to your satisfaction? One for highly satisfied five for kinda satisfied, and ten for no fucking way I wasn't satisfied. I'm clicking no motherfucking way I wasn't satisfied. And that's all I have to say about that. So my boyfriend and I went to a high-end restaurant the other night. I know, my segues are getting fantastic, aren't they? You know, those fancy, I'm talking about one of those fancy places, too. You know, I'm talking about a middle class person's, like, special occasion place. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking white tablecloths, you know, classical music at just the right perfect decibel. You know, everything's a la carte, you know, which means I guess you can eat your food off a cart. I'm not really sure. I'm not that refined. Obviously, you've already known that about me. You know, I'm talking about those places that take half your paycheck for a USDAA BFCDF steak, you know, and some hot, fresh bread and butter, right? They do have really good, fresh bread and butter, though, and I'm a sucker for that. I get that from my mom. She loves good bread and butter. I mean, really, at these places, it's like they really, you know what, the high-end places, you know what they do? They time travel, they use a time traveling machine, travel back to the 1800s, grab themselves a nice Amish butter churning gal, and bring her back here to 2021. They have her in the back in the kitchen just churning out butter, you know? That shit is fantastic. Oh, just so good, you know? And listen, I'm not complaining because you know what you're getting when you go in these places. It is expensive, and it is usually almost worth it because the meal and experience is almost always satisfying and quite lovely and you know for that hour hour and a half possibly two hours you know if you have that other glass of wine you know you feel for that time period just you feel rich you know you feel important you feel worthy you know but i don't know but i i used to think it cost a lot in these places because you know their steak is prepared on a, in a barrel of that butter, that Amish churned butter or something like that or because the decor was imported from the shores of Santorini. You know, it's, it, I thought it was for a combination of things. But really, I've, I'm really understanding now that it's because you know, of their hundred friggin' servers they have here. Have you experienced this at these, like, fancy places? I mean, really... These places have so many servers, so many servers. I mean, first of all, you walk into the place, and the hostess greets you, you know, and she's always very nice and very lovely and soft-spoken, you know, and she's got either a, a taller gentleman in a suit next to her or another lovely lady all dressed in black with her, and they, you know, talk to each other, oh, what's your name, and what's your reservation, and then they talk to each other, you know, they're like, okay, it's going to be a few minutes, you know, and then they're talking to each other, sure. And you're like, what the fuck are they doing? Did they just get the table fucking, uh, it's a table for two. Did they just get the table delivered from Ikea and they got to put it together? She's like, well, I don't have the Allen key. Do you have the Allen key? We're going to be right with you. <laughs> you know, and after that fucking rigmarole, then they finally see you at your table and you're sitting down. And you're like, Oh, this is lovely, you know. And she says, "Okay, your waiter's gonna be right with you." So you're expecting one person. She didn't set you up and say you're just chain and slew of your entire team of servers will be here to assist you. You know, she said your waiter. And so I sat there and I looked at the menu and I was like, "Hmm, wow." I'm going to be broke leaving here. But I was like, it's a special occasion. Let's enjoy ourselves. You know, you're looking at all your options. And and when the first server comes over, whoa, you just yanked on my chain. <laughs> so the first summer, first summer, first summer, The first server comes over, and he's like, hello, how are you? Have you ever been here before? This is my generic speech. I have to say this to every table. I know. Now, would you like something to drink from our bar? Please order something. I'm going to go in the back and just slam my head against the wall. You're like, hmm, something from the bar? That's all you heard. You didn't hear anything else of his stupid problems. You're there to eat and drink. You don't give a shit. You're like, oh, um, I will. You know what? I'm going crazy tonight. Get me a glass of your finest house red. All right, I'm going all out. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, be gone, get my drink. You know, And you think he's going to come back with your drink and everything like that. But no, the next guy just came and dropped off that delicious butter and bread. Like bless his soul. He gets no complaints. He goes goodbye. He can drop off bread at any time. That's a great job to have. The bread guy is a great guy. So after the bread guy, you got the water guy. The water guy comes walking up. And you know, you think, you know, in a normal setting he might just have a pitcher of water in his hand and he's just gonna fill up your water glass. But no. No, 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 not in this place. He goes, hello, I'm your water server. Would you like bottled water, sparkling water, or would you like your water misted at you, like your vegetables or romaine lettuce at the supermarket? Or would you like <coughs> tap water? I'm sorry, what was the last one? Tap water. <laughs> um, Is that last one free? <laughs> yeah, I'll take the tap water. You know, so then he leaves, and you're like, oh, my gosh, okay, hopefully I can see a familiar face around here once in a while. Like, I don't even know who anybody is. Then there's another server that comes and takes your order. Then there's another server that serves you your food. Then there's another one that comes and wipes the corners of your mouth with the most softest and slightly lemony-smelling cloths. You know, just dabbing making sure there's no residue of food on your face or anything like that. They're very mindful there, isn't it? Mm. And then instead of a server that serves you like a palate cleanser, um, they actually give you a handy in between dinner and dessert, you know? So that was quite lovely and generous of them. My boyfriend did not seem to mind at all, did not, was very happy about it. You know, then there was another server that came out and gave coffee and dessert and that whole rigmarole. And then at the very end, the last, very last waiter was the first waiter again. At least I thought so. I think. I'm pretty, I'm like 98% sure that it was him. I could just tell by just the glazed over monotony. That has taken over his face. That similarity in myself rang true. And I was like I remember this guy. Because I felt his vibe. You know. And he asks if everything was satisfactory. He says this whole thing. This is my closing statement. I have to say this to you. Please come back again. And if you don't I'm going to have to off myself. Or something like that. You know so you know you pick up the check. And you're just sitting there. Stoned. If you're me. You're full, and you realize that your bill isn't $780 because of the steak that was flown in from Kansas just hours ago. And it's not because the place literally butchers a cow in front of your table like they're making guac at a Mexican restaurant. The reason the bill is so high is because they have more employees than they do seats in the place. Their payroll is so high, they got to charge $120 for steak. That's what it is. That's what it is. And we make shit as bartenders and servers, okay? We make shit. A couple bucks an hour, you know? So at a couple bucks an hour, it's a hell of a lot of servers, you know? So then I was like, how do we tip? You know, do you tip each one individually? I mean, like, are they up to date here? Could I Venmo you? I mean, really, what's your Venmo name? I can't even keep up with them. Do I got to go give the Italian goodbye to each and every single server? Like, oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. You know? So, you know, I was like, you know what? That's their problem. I put the 20% down, and I was like, let them have a tournament for it. They probably, the jousting in the back for it or something like that. They have a time-traveling machine. They can bring jousting back. Come on now. Open your imaginations. So, listen, get out there and support your fine dining places because they're scrabbling for tips over there how many servers there are. Their employees need you. So get on out there and spend some money, damn it. Actually, all of us need you right now in the restaurant business. Uh, I know we... uh, of course, would shout out the essential workers always and thank them for their hard work. But I also think it's important to shout out maybe the people that are non-essential, even though I think we're essential. You know, I do. I really do. Um, but I think it's a it's a the restaurant business is something that's hurting right now. The bar business is something that's hurting right now. And um, so we have less hours, our, our, we have less time to spend you know, with our customers making money and serving them. We have to close our doors at a certain time and only can have a certain amount of people in the restaurant. So shout out to all the restaurant owners out there, anyone working in a restaurant, bartenders, servers, hosts, busboys. Bar backs, all the whole nine food runners, cooks, chefs, everybody, you know, out there and the owners, especially, too. I know you're working hard to keep your employees going and and everything like that. So I know it's a hard time and I know I'm feeling it in my heart and in my mind and in my pocket, especially. Um, so I just want everybody to know that, you know, we might not be essential workers as restaurant workers, But I do think we help contribute um, to our children, actually, to the future, you know. And maybe not exactly in the same way as, per se, a nurse or, say, a teacher. But um, we don't have recess, okay. We have a thing called happy hour, okay. And it's not called happy hour for no reason. You feel me? You know? Because do you know who the number one person is at happy hour? Do you? I'm gonna let you know. The teachers, that's right. They love their five dollar LITs and Cosmos and Apple teenies, okay? So the bartenders keep pouring and the teachers keep teaching. Because when the teachers are happy, their teaching is 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 not slappy. All right? <laughs> that was horrible. Their teaching is not a (laughs) slappy. And when they're happy, when teachers are happy, they're educating the youth properly, okay? That is just a fact. So really, as a bartender, we help ensure the proper education and the fulfillment and happiness of the world, okay? So you're welcome, parents, and you're welcome, world for helping your child's education be everything it can be and for their future alcoholism. All right, everybody, that's my time today. Thank you again for listening as always. I appreciate you. I love you. I've missed you. I wish you all the good things in the world. And please, please follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on YouTube at It's Irene Pappas. Catch you next week. Pizza Face out. All right? Don't forget, every Friday, new night, new day, new night or day, depending on the day. You never know. Renie keeping you on your toes. Renie keeping you on your feet. Don't forget to tip your bartenders and your wait staff. And uh, namaste, bitches. Yeah! Mwah. Listening to another Pappy production.